1: Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome back to Fright School. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joshua. Oh, Joe. We just we had a we had a a, Fright school field trip. I can when was the last time we watched a movie together that was uh new? Because the last stuff we talked about, let's see, we talked about um we talked about Megan, but didn't get Megan, go but we saw that separate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, the last few movies that have been new that we've talked about, we've actually seen them separately. So today, I mean, we'll get into it, but we went to we actually went to see Scream Six together. It was fun being in a yeah. movie theater with you again. It was. It was. Anyways, how's your week been?
0: Um, it's been, it's been good. It's been, um, I, I'm loving my new job because, uh, I can walk to the offices in an area that is, like, very walkable, has lots of businesses. Yeah. So I'm, like, always finding a new place for lunch. Oh, I love that. Or, like, you know getting really familiar with the local uh, the cafe that's nearby their menu and the yeah. kind of uh, the kind of drinks that they have.
1: Cool. Well, I love that for you. It's so fun. It's like, yeah, whenever you get a new job and you have to start figuring out the terrain and mm-hmm. you know where you're going to eat or, um, you know, all of that. It's nice. It's lovely.
0: Yeah. It's been really nice. What about your
1: week? How's it been? Uh, you know, just busy class and, you know, the usual. The usual. Um, I went uh, the last time. Let's see. The last time we spoke. Yeah, I think it was the next day. I actually went and spoke at a high school with teenagers. Yeah. How was that? Yeah. Oh, it was. um, You know, it's so funny. I had to stop being nervous about talking in front of like kids because um, generally they don't care. You know, it's like you're, you're in a, we walked in, it's like a classroom of 30, half of them were on their phones or, you know, totally ignoring us doing other things. Mm -hmm, I'd mm -hmm. say 10 of them were paying half attention, you know, but kind of between that there was the people completely not paying any attention. And then the few in the middle, sometimes they pay attention, sometimes they wouldn't. And then there were like five that were really invested in the conversation. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. So um, They also, what was funny because they had like papers they were supposed to fill out for the presentation. I, I don't know, to, to get some sort of credit for it. Sure. Um, so they were asking questions, but then like some of them would ask the same question again, cause they weren't like, like they weren't paying attention. Uh, no, so it was, it was a bit of a, of an interesting endeavor, but we were just there. I was, there were two psychiatric nurse practitioners and a psychologist, mm-hmm. uh, talking about careers in behavioral health and, you know, trying to encourage the children to join us, uh, to get into this field because, uh, we need them. Uh, you know, we live in San Diego and we're very, very, uh, lucky right now that San Diego and California, I think in general is, uh, devoting a lot of money into behavioral health and developing services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so San Diego alone, I think needs like 18,000 plus jobs, uh, wow. 18,000 plus people to join, to, to make what they want to do happen. Oh, Wow. So, yeah, I'm very happy because that you know with what I'm doing, it's like it puts me in a good position that I probably will find a good job uh of some sort once I once I finish. Yeah. Uh, we're we're in demand. Behavioral health is in demand at all levels. Like I think it was like mm-hmm. the um information that we had um included like 4,000 MFTs. Uh so yeah, it was pretty pretty nice. So Wow. You know, that they're picturing the need of that, of that, you know, that many people. And it takes a lot, you know, I mean, it sure. takes, you know, eight, at least eight years minimum to become um, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and sometimes right. a lot longer, depending on if, you know, I'm very lucky, because I'm able to just focus on school, but sure. not everybody is. Yeah. Um so it can take a while. So yeah, we really need to encourage people to 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 get into careers in mental health no matter what they are. I mean, uh, for all angles. So it's fun. It was really fun. I'm going to do it again um this today, so so to speak, you know. <laughs> um later this afternoon. Sure. I'm speaking at another high school. Uh I th- apparently this is going to be bigger. This might actually be like a large group and then we may split off and give like individual Ooh. talks. Are you wearing a we'll cardigan when you go? Of course I have to, it's illegal not to, you know that.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I really love this. I love that for you in Joshua inspiring
1: the youth. Yeah. It's just good to do to practice, you know, like talking in front of kids, especially because it is part of my licensing. You have to do some work with children and some work um, uh, with adolescents. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: you know, are you um are are you like trying to be relatable? Or are you sitting
1: backwards on your chair? <laughs> no. Okay. I just stand at the, the front, I'm very like, listen, y'all, here's the deal. Like join the join us, you know. I just try to be very factual and Um, I kind of, they invite me to go to these things because I've had such a weird path, uh, and, and the people it's part of our old job, you know, so where Mm -hmm. we used to work, it's, it's a, it's a program that they're running. So they called Mm -hmm. me up and invited me to come back to, to do these talks. And, um, and now I'm trying to work with my school to maybe try to figure out ways to do more community outreach like this as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Oh my gosh! What was your question? I totally got sidetracked.
0: <laughs> um, are you? Oh my god, I I got sidetracked too. Um, <laughs>
1: we're so mindfucked by the movie that we watched. I uh, know that's so funny because I am. I was thinking about because I was already thinking about things that I wanted to talk about with that. Um, oh my gosh, what was the point? You were oh asking my god. about. Are we going to stop this and rewind and rewind? No, um, it's okay. It. Does, I mean, it just like who's listening to you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some people only listen to this part. I, I this see is true. You. Yeah. And I then see they you turn. People. T-
1: that's okay. That's okay. And we you. love you. That's right. Uh, yes. Yeah. The people are just, they just like our relationship. That's great. Oh, yes. Look at that, Joe. Oh, look at that. We are, we are someone's. Uh, oh, I. Okay. You remember I remembered. Now? Yeah, oh, I remember what God. the track was. So they invite me because of my yeah, because of my weird way. And because it's like I grew up really poor and my uh-huh. education was like all over the place. So it's like, you know, I have a very high ACE score, which are which is um mm-hmm. um adverse, adverse childhood, childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and a lot of times people with a score as high as mine <laughs> uh don't typically don't do well. Um, you know, they don't have good, um, outcomes predicted for them. So I think I'm kind of, there's the poster child of like, it gets up A whole lot of things and still, um, you know, you can go a lot of different ways, a lot of different paths to figure out who you are and figure out what you want to do in your life. You don't have to just follow one track, but, uh, get a four-year degree in psychology, join a master's program. (laughs) You could do a lot of things, but, uh do this job no it's really it's really not like that it is kind of like just here's a like there are a lot more things than what you see on television or tiktok you know tiktok is like the enemy of mental health right now um one of the enemies of mental health uh besides you know lack of funding and resources Uh, but uh so yeah it's cool anyways did you watch um, anything this week uh did i watch anything um
0: Did I watch anything new? No, not really. I'm enjoying the season of Abbott Elementary. Um, One of my favorite cooking shows, uh, competition shows, is Back. Um, Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay and Richard Blaze and uh, Naisha Arrington. Um, Nice. And I just saw that the first episode for the new season, for the 20th season of Top Chef, uh, recently dropped on peacock as well so I'm uh my cooking show uh itches are being uh scratched right now in the best way I love it you just finished um season two you finished the whole of uh white Lotus right
1: oh yeah yeah we did finally finish uh what the, did you think? last week um you know I will say again I think I I enjoyed the first season more um mm-hmm. I just think that this one was a little, it wasn't as, I just felt like there was a real through line in the first one. I They're both great though. Like I enjoy them both. I'm very much looking forward to another season. Uh, I will continue to watch it forever however long it goes, I guess. Um, uh, you know, I enjoyed Aubrey Plaza. I enjoyed some of the conversations about what it's like to be, you know, in a long-term relationship and, you know, some of the, some of those sorts of, things that were going on in it, but it just overall was a little more, I had a hard time buying some of it, you know, where I'm like, wait, what is happening? Um, Yeah. But overall uh, it was fun. It was a really fun watch next. I think we're going to start the patient which is on Hulu, which I think is about a therapist or a psychiatrist or something that gets like taken hostage by his own patient. So I think that sounds fun. So I definitely want to watch that because I don't need any more stress about (laughs) this uh, career. Um, And what was the other thing? Oh, I really want to watch a league of their own, the series. Oh yeah. I I feel like I haven't, I feel like I failed my like Lesbro (laughs) life, not doing that. So not having watched it yet. Um, um, oh, man. somebody just texted me that they got bodies, oh. bodies, bodies, and they're gonna watch it. Oh, <laughs> we talked yay. about that on the show. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just thought that was cool. It's actually one of our uh, Patreon subscribers, so thank you very much. Oh, uh,
0: yay for that!
1: <laughs> Finally
0: watching bodies, bodies, bodies. All right, yes. come on. I actually really want to watch it
1: again, but they it's still been like for rent, and I'm just like, I no no we will not <laughs> need to be it on extra. hbo max needs to be on netflix now you know after you know we already saw it <laughs> uh yeah i think otherwise you know i mean i rewatched some of the scream movies in, in anti- anticipation of scream six uh, mm-hmm. which we'll discuss in a little bit um i've been rewatching uh bates motel i think i talked about that last week yeah yeah um what else? I Oh, you know, I watched that documentary. What happened to Robert Wan? That's on Peacock, I think. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm, no. Oh, you know, I love a true crime documentary. Um, yeah, it was just this interesting like story about this. Um, I think he was an attorney who like was murdered in like the house mm. of these three like gay men uh it was just like bonkersville so i recommend watching it because it was just like what happened like we still don't really know what happened uh so it's one of those documentaries that doesn't really have a really satisfying end because it doesn't like solve it it's kind of like it feels like a locked door mystery or something um where it's just like a lot of different theories and there's tons of stuff online and sure you know about what may have happened uh so that was very interesting And then I also watch, I watch a documentary on Toni Morrison. Uh, She's a writer. Uh, She's an author. Yes. I know who Toni Morrison is. In case you didn't know. Yes. Uh, I I enjoyed uh, that. And then I watched this documentary about uh, faking art. I think it was from a few years ago uh, about like making Faith Rothko's and and Pollock's and such and selling them. It was a huge like thing. They like, Uh, They sold, like, 60 fake paintings, made, like, $80 million, and it's all, like, who knew they were fake, who didn't, you know, like, the whole artwork, it really kind of laid bare the art world's, like, complete, like, Mm -hmm. subjectivity, you know, in a sense, like, who's making this stuff up, who decides what is and is not valid art, and, uh, yeah, it was a really fascinating documentary, so... Yeah, I don't know. I've been doing that a lot lately because I'm getting up so early in the mornings now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's my new life is I like, get up at like six and I like work and I do other things. And then I'm like, I take a break and I was like, oh, I should watch something. So I watch a couple documentaries before I went back to like reading and writing <laughs> and um, rhythmic.
0: And, and the, and the Um I did watch uh, the first episode. Well, I've never seen it before, but I did watch um, History of the World Part One. Um, oh yeah. And I love Mel Brooks. I just don't know why I've ever I've never seen that particular film, but I've uh watched yeah. it and then I watched the first episode of History of the World Part 2. Yeah, very which, nice. Like, uh reminds me a lot of like drunk history, like it's very it's <laughs> yeah. giving drunk history but they can
1: say their own words. Yeah. I will definitely give you that. I haven't, you know, I go back and forth on Mel Brooks cause I do, I really love young Frankenstein of course. Um, I, some of his movies I like, I like Spaceballs, you know, mm-hmm. but some of them I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't really, they're not my kind of, you know, like I don't find myself laughing out loud. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I watched history of the world part one in preparation for this with Jeffrey. Cause Jeffrey's seen it a million times. He loves, he loves Mel Brooks. So <laughs> he watched that series, the documentary thing that he, that Mel Brooks did. And um, yeah, he's, he's a big fan. So we, uh where we've watched the first four episodes i think now cuz they oh, released nice. them all like back to back to back like two yeah. each night but i'm like ah eh, it's kind of sabra maybe um plus it's like there's only so much time in every day so yeah. we have to really prioritize cuz we're watching so much stuff um you know we've got well i guess by the time this airs the the season finale of last of us will have been out, been de- out uh, but so we're still watching that uh, we finished Poker Face, uh, Poker Face, Natasha Leone's new show, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. Um yeah, just all over the place <laughs> with stuff, it seems. Trying to keep, you know, yellow jackets is coming back, like every, you know, so it's just we're, we're just is, it's it's coming back soon, right? Yeah, it's like uh, March 26th, I think, or 28th, something like that. I keep mixing it up, but it's it's in March. Late March. Nice. Yeah. So it's just been, yeah, it's just, I don't know, kind of in like a drowning in content, like always trying to mm-hmm. keep up, <laughs> but that's good. Again, like there's always, there's always new stuff to talk about, always new horror stuff. And I love it. Makes me happy.
0: Nice. I'm, I'm glad that you are happy.
1: Uh, period. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Same, same to you. Uh, Alright, well, we'll take a really quick break And we will be back To just give our initial thoughts On, uh, what do we call it? <laughs> Screave Scream 6 Yes
0: I just want to apologize I'm sorry to everyone I was very naive very stupid and I shouldn't have put other people in danger. I'm so sorry for everything that has happened because in spite of what Joshua says, it's now all my fault. I insisted our listeners subscribe to Fright School on Apple Podcasts. I insisted they leave us reviews. I insisted that they give us a five star rating. And it's all because of me, that we're here now, and we're being hunted. I love you, Mom and Dad. I am so sorry. I only wanted to make good content for our listeners. I am so scared out here? (laughs) Joshua, is that you?
1: (laughs) All right, we are back to do a dive We took a little uh, Field trip And we saw Scream 6 uh, You know Brand new Scream sequel I guess The franchise Yeah Is uh, alive and well Alive and kicking um, <laughs> Man Everybody's in this movie We've got uh, Melissa Barrera Returning as Sam Carpenter Which still mm-hmm. makes me giggle Their last name's Carpenter Yeah Um you know, we've got uh, Jenna Ortega. What the hell is going on with this list? It's Oh, it's in alphabetical order. <laughs> I was like, this is a weird. Um, but anyways, uh, obviously, we got Jenna Ortega back. Uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown, which is just delightful. I love her. She's so fun. Yeah. Um, who else do we want to mention? Mason obviously, Gooding. Yes. Uh, who was that? <laughs> There's so many people. Oh, yes, it's Chad. Yes, Mason Gooding I is I forget Chad. who is who. I can't keep these people straight. Um... It was nice to see Dermot Mulroney, Mul- Derm- D- Dylan McDermott, Mulroney, <laughs> Dermot, Dermot. Mulroney, <laughs> um, uh, Courtney, Courtney Cox, obviously, Courtney and Cox. Yes, uh, very excited, uh, You know, uh, the the Scream world has been a buzz with the return of Hayden uh, Panettiere as Kirby, uh, which was fun. Um, it was fun to see her again. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. scream it's they they've taken it and they've gone to Manhattan you know ghostface yes face ghostface Manhattan. takes Manhattan that's what that's what we have so uh joe what did, what did you think of this uh you know wordsboro legacy film <laughs> i loved it
0: i really absolutely loved. loved it it was fun. Loved. it was fun and that's why i loved it because it was fun I agree. It's a movie that you like, it's going to be a movie that people watch at slumber parties and put on for Halloween. It's, it's exactly like that. I mean, like it is not a ground piecing. It's not a groundbreaking piece of cinema, um, but it is um, a lot of fun and really nice to still like be in the world in a way that is pretty much believable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I say, pretty much just because, like you know, I thought it was gonna, I thought I was gonna miss Nev Campbell a lot, right? Um, and I think that they did a good, uh, they did a decent job of like you know, uh, explaining away, expositioning her out of the movie,
1: right? <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, yeah, I mean, uh, all of that being said, I think I I loved it, and it was it's a perfect like go to the movies kind of movie. And yeah, I'd watch it again, but you know, I think that the Scream films are always rewatches. So
1: yeah, you know, I, I saw somebody posted um one of you know pages I follow or people I follow that this had become their new favorite sequels, which for me I think is stretching it a little bit because I still feel I have a really soft spot for Scream 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that the other day I was like Man, I watch that movie a lot. Like, not a lot, a lot, not all the time. But it's like it's one that I will reach for yeah. if I want to like just throw something kind of on. If I if it's not ex- if I'm not going to watch Scream, like I really yeah. like the the fourth one a lot. So I feel like that still is going to kind of stay up in my in my high you know top top three um, yeah. Scream films. Uh, I did miss Nev. Just I mean, you know, I'm a kid of the '90s, so I. Yeah love her and i love when she pops up and stuff just always makes it feel good that she's got a paycheck yeah uh so i was i was definitely sad that she wasn't uh in this but um and i'll be curious to see what the future is because her not being in it and it's still doing i mean it's making a huge box office. it's doing very well Yeah. um box office um you know of that we, uh, Jeffrey and I were chatting about it because he was sort of, he was wondering if that might hurt her now because she doesn't have leverage to be like, oh, see the movie didn't do well. Cause I wasn't in it, you know, but it's like, I'm not sure if that's really what she was trying to do anyways. I think she just wanted to get paid. It's kind of it's the same, like Jamie Lee Curtis had kind of the same thing with the Halloween movies where, yeah. you know, she had done them. She didn't really make all that much money off of them. It was, like, a whole thing. So when they were, like, asking her to come back, it's like, well, this time you're going to fucking pay me first, you know? <laughs> like, you're yeah. going to pay. Like, I'm going to make some money off of this shit. Yeah. Um, which I know she said a lot of that money she was giving away anyways. Like, it was charity. But she just wanted to make sure that she, like, got a good deal. So I respect that. Um, you know, Ski Ulrich has talked about his support of Nev. And, yeah, she definitely deserves um, to be paid more and paid yeah. better. So, you know. I think
0: that it and opens... Others, it uh, it leaves the door open for her to return yeah. when they finally get their shit together. Um, yeah. or you know, I mean, again, she also is welcome to
1: never return. Uh, yeah, whatever she wants to do. It yeah. definitely, I mean, it, the film definitely worked without her. It's just, yeah. um, again, I just you know, it's nostalgia. So it might be the best thing for the Scream franchise. Yeah, you because know, if they're not going to kill her, if they're not going to kill Sydney off, yeah, if they're going to let her have a happy ending, then then just leave her alone. Then that's just yeah. that's done. I think it would be better for the franchise overall. Yeah. You know, I'm so. really
0: curious about like, because. so I managed to only, I had it fully intended to watch, um, uh, to watch four and five last night before we watched um, six. I managed to only make it through four and I forgot how much I loved four. Like yeah. it's so good. And plus, I mean like Emma, Emma Roberts just like, yeah. As my favorite, like just as you know, whiny, <laughs> whiny millennial girl, um, loving that, and and it was also just fun to see uh, David Arquette again as Dewey, and um, but what was interesting was the fact that like it all worked um, without Nev, and it kind of could have worked without Nev in Four as well. But it's interesting To see where they're gonna go um, I wanna see where they go With this Sam Carpenter Has like, you know, the blood Of a serial killer, kind of making her This like Dexter almost um, Person So I, I'm like yeah. so curious What's gonna happen um, In the future as they And the inevitable, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the inevitable seven yes, The inevitable seven I mean, honestly, I think they could stop at ten Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wow, you're really
1: giving them a long uh, a long lead here,
0: yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, we need to get to a place where like the best place to end would be like it's now Sydney's kids, right
1: mm,
0: right Sydney's, and then we can explore generational and epigenetic trauma there we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, Nev Campbell can return when she's like um the age that Jamie Lee Curtis is now. <laughs> yes <laughs> so she's just coming one one final showdown with with a, yes. with a ghost with a ghost face
0: and then we'll also bring back a Judy Greer figure
1: yeah um are yeah. we doing
0: spoilers yes ish
1: uh um I mean you know we can we can certainly talk about it uh, it is kind of what it is but I, I would say let's um uh I don't know. Because I don't really want to, like, spoil too much for people. Well,
0: okay. So, let me... So here's I know the we thing. typically do
1: spoil shit. Yes. So and, it and, but it's it so is. new. Like, it is very new. Yeah, so Yeah. We're putting this out right after. And usually we give
0: yeah. it a little, little while. I will say this. About 15, 20 minutes in, I look over... Something happens. I look over at Joshua. And I'm like, I bet you that this person is the killer. <laughs> yeah. And I just about nailed it on its fucking head,
1: didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you're definitely you're getting good. See, you know too much now, so it's hard to it's hard to surprise you.
0: I mean, was the film enjoyable still? Absolutely, mainly because yeah. like sometimes it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Plus like you you just put in the like the doubt, right, of like oh you think this is what's going to happen but it really could be other things
1: and going in all these other different yeah. directions yeah and the film definitely tr- throws a lot of different red herrings and gives a lot of different you know people the the uh the ability to possibly be you know yeah. so they you know, and screams always done that where it's like you know somebody's left alone and they give like a weird look to the camera and then walk off and you're like, "Uh Oh, is it them? But it's not, but it might be, Oh, maybe it is, you know? So it's like it, you know, they do those kind of weird little red herrings, I guess we would call it. Yeah. I, I think what's interesting about the, the movie is I, I, again, I feel like, yeah, every few years it's like the kind of, I mean, this film opens with the, you know, um, I don't want to spoil, 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 but opens up with a murder, of course, of a, um, you know, of a a professor of film who teaches a slasher, you know, horror film thing. And it was just fun listening to uh, them talk because I was like, oh my God, it sounds like us. You know, it's like Scream is such the like the perfect text for like our show and sort of what we do uh, and what we talk about. Cause they, they just, it's so meta and it like, it's self-aware and it's kind of having these conversations about like what they're talking, you know, what they're doing. So, you know, when scream four was out and it was kind of all about like, you know, fame at the expense of everything, like how to get more followers, how to get, you know, that was sort of like, you know, Emma Roberts whole thing. And yeah. so this film Um, You know, kind of the conversations having is like cancel culture and, you know, our overriding pessimism and, you know, it's easier to think the worst of people than the best of people. Uh, So I enjoyed that kind of twist in that conversation that they were having because uh you know when i'm watching like especially because i was watching all these documentaries and stuff and these true crime things this week it's like wow yeah people really know even in the face of like all overriding evidence will still be like i don't know i think the victim is actually the the real um villain of the story and we're always looking for reasons to make you know to to why i I think it's partially psychologically it's like a safety thing like what did they do they had to do something to me you know they have to you know it's the same when like somebody goes in and is arrested and like goes before a jury. A lot of times, people just think there must you must have done something wrong, or you wouldn't be here in the first place. So whether it was this crime, maybe it was something else. You know, we just have context like really matters and. You know, when you're involved in something like this, it's just, especially in today's world where everybody's looking for conspiracies and everybody's looking at like, you know, it can't just be a simple story. Um, There has to be more going on. Um, You know, every little thing that we do is now, you know, a, a symptom of neurodivergence or some other, you know psychological issue going on it's not just like humans are you know weird in some ways um so it's just i don't know there was just a lot of interesting conversation going on in that realm that's again feels very reflective of the culture we live in right now and scream has always I think done that very well
0: yeah and the the scream five five cream what what that did was that it like turned it it was like the whole premise of it was a commentary on toxic fandom, right? Like it's a right, commentary on yeah. toxic fandom and um, kind of like turning the mirror on the fans themselves. Right. right? And uh, like preemptively being like, well, this is kind of about y'all <laughs> and right. that's why we're here. And then this film does a great job of um, not bringing that back up. But, like, now commenting on, like, you know, um, like you said, cancel culture, like, that's actually, that. like, when you said that, I was not even thinking about it. And then the more you, like, just now we're talking about, I'm like, yeah, it really is kind of this thing where we, we need, um, we need there to be a reason that the violence cannot be, um, the violence cannot be random. And right, exactly. that's why like horror movies have like morality. Like th- there's like a right. very fucked up morality in all of it. It's like, okay, you were um, you know, Sydney Prescott, right? Like is the is the daughter of a ma- of a person who uh committed adultery. And so right. now like, you know, the the mother's sins are being put onto her. Um, yeah. Which is like cruel, but again, like that's the kind of fucked up nature of like horror morality. Yeah. It's either very vindicating and justified, or it is
1: completely bent and taken out of context. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that this is kind of, yeah, this is definitely playing with that. Like who, you, because it's like, it's so insane to me because in Scream 5, mm-hmm. I'm just going to five cream again, in Scream 5 um you know, sam kills uh the um what was his name again richie uh richie kirsch kirsch or whatever yeah um kills it because he's trying to kill her but then and, and you know it's like you know obviously like we can um what do you call that um extrapolate yes that after the events of that film like the police do their jobs of researching and you know investigating and blah 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 and it's yes it's it's him and the and the uh the daughter from better things were <laughs> the murderers and you know she should be like cleared of being responsible for the murders but you know that's just not the way like the internet and all works now everybody's got an opinion as evidenced by you know those listening yeah. to this right now <laughs> it's a comment everybody has like it like,
0: um, a misin on the the like culture of misinformation from yes. the media yeah exactly
1: so that was like the thing because um you know everybody's like making up and spreading all this information and like she's actually space and she's actually the murderer and mm-hmm. uh yeah it just kind of plays into that whole concept of yeah what what is the truth what isn't what can we believe mm-hmm. who can we believe who can we trust yeah. um you know and like what does do any of that matter believe? like This is all artifice, you know, it's all constructed to some way like media, you know, all of that. So how do we, yeah, how do you navigate it? And especially when you're the victim of such a horrible crime. And again, this is not, you know, new, obviously, you know, people who experience sexual violence are often put under like the worst light and the worst, you know, um, investigative um, procedures. Because again, yeah, looking for a reason to, you know, blame, like blame the victim. I will say, I guess, like, now, you know, I don't work in New York, so I don't know what New York's laws are, and I don't know what kind of therapist she was working with, but his whole thing of, like, reporting it, that was very weird. Um, First of all, because all of that should be documented that she stabbed that guy to death, because they had that whole sequence where she's explaining, and I know, and then she says, you know, but it kind of felt right or whatever. Usually, you can't break confidentiality unless the person has an intent and a clear victim, so... That's like kind of the thing you have to. So that, like again, I'm just becoming more and more like critical of like <laughs> these all these things. Well, it of, was like,
0: just so out of left. It was just so like it was so blatantly wrong, right? Like,
1: yeah, it was just weird. Oh, I'm gonna have to tell somebody about this. Yeah. I gotta get out of here.
0: I'm gonna. Well, call like the if you thought she was a danger to herself and others, then that's immediately a fifty-one-fifty hold, right? Like,
1: or. <sighs> It could be. I mean, again, yeah, Yeah. I don't since I'm not sure what New York's laws are, but here in California, if you are, if you are an imminent threat um, to yourself (laughs) or others, yes, we can um, Mm -hmm. hospitalize you or detain you otherwise. Um, You know, so yeah, her like discussing those feelings should definitely be explored. You would never like that's like he's a terrible therapist, like you would never just cut that off and be like, oh, I can't talk to you anymore. And I'm going to call the police on you because it's like that's she's not threatening anybody so that annoyed yeah. me um and uh, you know and then his files weren't locked like they were so insecure the whole thing it's yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like this guy's a terrible therapist i'm glad they just, just walked right in and took him yeah just ridiculous uh so yeah she needed to fire that guy anyways um <laughs> That's really, that's the, like one of the things that stood yeah. out that I was like, this, that's a problem um, for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, just mm-hmm. beggars all belief. <laughs> um, I love it. I'm trying to think what else was, um, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't really want to give it too much away. So um, it was fun to see Hayden come back. Uh, she wasn't exactly the same character. I will say, you know, characterization, no. obviously she'd been through something really terrible, And, you know, she survived and then she becomes an FBI agent. So there's a whole, um, you know, just different world of seriousness from being an 18 year old like horror fangirl, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was a little bit of that spirit. I think that was kind of missing um, to some extent. She wasn't as. I think I was looking forward to coming back because I thought she would bring a lot of fun. To the to the show like or to the film like she did in Scream Four and then it she wasn't exactly fun, <laughs> but I still liked seeing her. It was good that and her hair looked great.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i felt the same way. I thought that they accomplished. They had her come in as like the like Woodsboro law enforcement surrogate that like Dewey was right. Uh, almost like you need to have, like, the one Woodsboro person, I guess with a guy a that's yeah, not Gail. Um, right, yeah, 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 and, that's true. And but that's like, a good point. I also think, I also, to your point, like, it's interesting because, like, Hayden Panettiere has had, like, has been very open about, like, why she left acting, and yeah, of course, and all yeah. of that. And I feel like it's interesting that she's, um, breaking that silence almost with a character that experienced like big trauma and then came right. back. Um, I hope that this means that we get more. I kind of low key wish that we get like um, a Kirby limited series where she like is a, <laughs> she's just an FBI agent tracking down serial killers. Yeah. But I also think that um like I, I was, I wanted more, but I felt like what she did and and how she played the character and they and Kirby's purpose
1: was very proportionate. Um, as well. I, de- I definitely agree with you there. It just she was just such a fun element of yeah of uh, of Scream Four. So I just wanted a little bit more of that spirit. But again, I, I yeah, I recognize exactly uh, that it, um, yeah, that it couldn't exactly be the same. Yeah, um, this blurred background that you have on. So for yeah. those of you who can watch this, it looks like there's like a ghostly shadow behind you. Like it looks like a ghost base kind of like
0: <laughs> well, I mean it's just uh it's just, just gonna my... run at you. Um well, you know, uh it's nice knowing you, Joshua. Yeah. I'm brown, I'm gay, and I've had sex. Not today, but you know, just in general. So well oh, good. Okay. Chances are, right? By classic tropes. <laughs> You're going down. Joe, Joey. Ew. No, <laughs> no, I never. Oh God. Ah. That's like when, that's like if someone
1: called you Josh. Yeah, it's true. Or Joshy. Oh, well, my mom used to call me Joshy on occasion. So yeah, I guess but I like, miss, you know, I miss that, but I don't want other people to call me that. Exactly. I'm like,
0: you don't like you. Other people can call you by your government name. Like... Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry i'm just kind of looking to see if there's any other little things to hit on without again without giving too much away uh oh you know another critique i will say uh-huh which i think is a criticism of the screen franchise overall is that every movie i since like the original it's always mm-hmm. um you know things are going to be bigger. The kill count's going to be bigger. The legacy characters are all in trouble. Like everybody's like could be murdered. And like, frankly, that's just not been historically realized in the Scream franchise. Yeah. I mean, they did kill off Dewey. You know, I, I get that spoiler alert for those that have not seen five cream. Um, then why are you here? Um, yeah, but you know, they did kill off Dewey. But I will say in the end of this, there's nobody that, you know, I feel like I'm not giving too much away. Like, that's not too much of a spoiler, because I feel like people have gotten, gotten kind of used to that, that it just mm-hmm. seems like, you know, even people you love, like Kirby, for instance, who was dead in four, can come back, you know, like, no. so it's just... I will say at the end of it I was really expecting a few more deaths of like main characters. Yeah. Um so I won't say which ones do die that are I guess considered part of the main cast but um I was I was also a little disappointed in that. Just in the sense of like they keep doing it. They keep saying everybody's you know anybody can die any second and then but we're not killing anybody.
0: <laughs> okay, I need to do I need to I need to mention a spoilery thing. I okay. have to mention it. Okay. Well,
1: we'll put a spoiler alert thing on this. Like, just spoiler it's, it is what it alert.
0: Is. This is if you are if if you are upset, then you're gonna be upset. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay. So when they're in the like shrine in the gallery theater space, right? And um, uh oh my God, Mindy, whatever her name is, Chad's sister. It's Chad yeah. and Mindy, right? Yeah, so Mindy is there sitting next to Kirby and they're in front of the television. It's like is that the that's the TV that uh killed Stu. Um at least that's what Kirby says and then Mindy goes, "Yeah, if you believe that he's still if you believe that he's actually yeah, dead." Yeah, you believe he's dead, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, well, sound that sounded like a throwaway, but at the same time I'm like you're putting doubt in you know, you're putting doubt in there."
1: That's been out there a long time. I mean, Matthew Lillard has commented on that, that, you know, he would love to come back. And, you know, there was no real confirmation that Stu died, died, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that, you know, maybe he survived that and he's been like locked up somewhere, you know, all this time. Um Although I guess it really, they would have to really retcon in order because then everybody would know like, oh, he's been in prison or he's been, you know, because what happened? Like he got up and ran, you know, like, like that's the only thing that wouldn't really make sense if they tried to bring Stu back is that the other characters should know where he's been this whole time.
0: Yeah. Especially because like, presumably, like if he was still alive, somebody who cleaned up the crime scene would have known, you know what I mean? It was such a. Right
1: such yeah. a thing that happened yeah so i mean i guess they could always you know add some lines about like you know well we always doubted because we didn't have you know whatever they could figure it out i'm sure the, these like, movies are great at like retconning yeah. and figuring out yeah you know, but like wouldn't like a good scream eight
0: be <laughs> like it's like scrape. first of all the return like, of stew Will it be like the final thing where she where <laughs> um where um uh Sam is like turning to the dark side because right. Stu is back in town and right. she doesn't know that it's Stu or Stu's kid or something like Man. that.
1: Kevin Williamson should bring you on and you you all can pitch pitch scream movies together till yeah. you're blue in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just want to know like I just wanna know if they're gonna like um uh cotton weir- cotton weary, right? Is that the name of uh, yeah, it? yeah if they're gonna weird. cotton weary someone and
1: you know give it to them in the in the third movie. Maybe, you know. Cause yeah, I, I think they could stand to 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 kill a few more in quote unquote important, you know, VIPs.
0: Yeah. My uh, my money is on Heather
1: Matarazzo. Right, I actually was hoping she would show up at some point in this movie. I I love her. She she needs more work, people. Um, and as their mother, you know, she should have been on a flight, you know, to New York to be there. It's to like see no matter kids. where you
0: go, you get stabbed.
1: Yeah, exactly. She needed to sh- like in Scream Three when she just yeah. shows up on the studio lot to deliver a tape of Dewey or whatever it was. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, to get and 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 just a bunch of exposition, right?
1: Yeah anyways um all right well i mean it's kind of a short one today but i i didn't want to like spoil spoil it and um you know again i i enjoy revisiting the scream series so you know this might be have to be one that we um invite one of our resident scream experts to come back and talk about it in a year or so when it kind of bubbles out there in society we'll see you next year brennan <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, all right. Any uh, any last stray thoughts? Um,
0: more shirtless Mason Gooding. Okay,
1: I'll send that note over. Yeah, yeah. send that. Send that to the studio stat yeah. to uh to uh, Kevin Williamson and all those. Um, you know, if Ryan Murphy were directing this, all the boys would be shirtless constantly.
0: Well, if Ryan Murphy were directing this, um. Ethan or whatever his name is Would be played by actual Evan Peters Instead of like You know young twink Instead of knockoff Evan Evan Peters
1: Yeah Uh, yeah. Uh, Who was that guy Jack Champion Is that his name Um, Oh he was in the Divergent Series okay Oh Oh, no he was uncredited in that (laughs) (laughs) So was he In it Oh my gosh Oh what he was the Spider oh what? what are oh, you looking at? I didn't put that together at all. He was in the Avatar movie. Wait, am I thinking of the right person? Ethan. That's the guy we're talking about? Yeah, wasn't his name Ethan? Ethan Evans. Yes, Chad's... Yeah, Jack Champion. Oh, he was in the Avatar movie that we saw. The He played Spider, Miles spider Socorro Wow, he oh. looks really different. Oh, well... In that look at to me... Well, I mean, you know, it was because he wasn't one of the blue people. He's like, a, oh. a, um, he's a a, a human raised among them. Oh, yeah, he's raised amongst he among the Navi
0: Avatar, the Way of Water. Hm.
1: Yes, exactly, and he's in three and four as well. Oh, wow, Lord, we it just—it's—he's a human much. raised among the Navi. Yeah, I was also doing something called Freaky Tales. Whatever. Well, I'll watch that, whatever it is. Yeah. That looks fun.
0: Also, I love what I love, love, love watching movies with uh you and Jeffrey in the movie theater because um you can always count on either of you breaking the silence at after a trailer has shown and being <laughs> like, I will watch that. I won't watch that. Yeah. No. Miss me Pass. with that shit. Pass. Yeah. There,
1: there's a few uh, passes for sure on those uh, trailers we saw, but a few that we will see and it'll yeah. be fun. All right, Joe. This was fun. I enjoyed going to see it with you. Y'all go see it. It was fun. I mean, I, I definitely can recommend like just to, just to go see it just to, you know, yeah. Um, I think it was more fun. I think it was more fun than three. And more yeah. fun. Than, well, three is fun in, in its own way, but not like this. This was way. You know, there was yeah. some good kills and some good scares, and yeah, you know, overall. But I do. Three's hope at the they, bottom of my list. Yeah, I do hope that they will get. Uh, I don't know. I guess I. I just want some higher stakes in the future. But yeah. it was still. It was fun. Yeah, I'll watch it again for sure. I can't wait.